Hello, and welcome to Unabridged, the weekly podcast where teachers take on books. This is Sarah. Join us for bookish episodes and a monthly book club pick. This is Ashley. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Unabridged Pod, or go to our website, unabridgedpod.com, where the books we read are linked for purchase. This is Jen. Check out our Teachers Pay Teachers store, our Patreon page, and our newsletter. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to support us. You want opinions about books? We've got them. Hey, today we are excited to talk with you all about the Netflix adaptation of a book that we all loved, um, Jenny Hans to All the Boys I Loved Before. <laughs> I struggle a little on that title. It's fine. So we wanted to talk about that, but before we get started today, we just want to remind you, if you could go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review, that helps us so much to grow our audience. So if you haven't had a chance to do that, please take a minute to do that. It helps us so very much, and we love seeing your feedback in the comments as well. So let's jump into talking about the film. What did you ladies think? Well, I, so I read all three. I read the trilogy and I, when I read the trilogy, I thought I really liked the first two books. I thought the third book fell short for me. So I, so because the movie was based on probably book one and a half and half a book two, I really did enjoy the movie because those were my favorite books. Mm -hmm. But I have to say I actually think I enjoyed the movie more than the books. I just really liked the movie. I thought it moved really quickly. I thought it was well cast. And I just liked it. I thought it was super charming. I love the way the choices they made in the shooting of the movie. I thought it was really quirky. And I just really, really loved the movie. So, And I thought Laura Jean was very well cast. So I... I don't know. I really like the books, but I like the movie even more. So that's kind of my general impression. So I love the movie. I read the books as well, but I read them when they were still coming out. So it has been a long time. And I am like, I didn't even remember that the movie covered more than the first book. I'm mm -hmm. super fuzzy on them other than remembering the general characters. I remember some of the things that happen, but it's more that kind of I remember they made me happy and I loved reading them. And so, yeah, so the movie for me, it was kind of fresh. And again, yeah, I think the casting was great. I love the romance part of it, but I also love everything that's sort of outside of that. So I love the family who has come together after the death of the mom. I love the way the dad is really dedicated to sort of maintaining their Korean heritage and he's sort of fumbling through it. And so the daughters are always giving him the benefit of the doubt. I love their relationship. I think the three girls together. And then I think a lot of what it says about ugliness in high school and the mm -hmm. way people can make choices either to be supportive or to be really ugly and, and sort of the commentary, we'll talk about that more later, I'm sure, but sort of the commentary on that through the movie. So yeah, I think the central romance is great and I don't think it would work without that, but I think everything else about it works equally as well. It's make me love it. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it as well. I really, I, I don't think I loved it. Like you said, Sarah, I don't think that I, I think I still enjoyed the books more than I did the movie. Mm -hmm. So that was different for me, but I did really enjoy the movie. I thought it was really sweet. And I will say my life partner also watched it. This is not my style and definitely not his. And he really enjoyed it. Aww. So I think that 
that speaks well to the quality of the film and all the, all the things that you all were mm-hmm. saying, just the casting, the movement, that it moved quickly mm-hmm. and fluidly and that it was compelling and enjoyable and felt good. And I think mm-hmm. you want you want something like that. You know, if it is that kind of movie, you want it to feel good. Mm-hmm. And so it's really nice that you're so happy for the characters and the good things that turn out. So I really like that part. Yeah, but um, Jen, you were touching on the the situation with Jen. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if y'all <laughs> wanted to speak on Jen Genevieve. Yes, <laughs> not me. <laughs> I am not in the movie. I know you're all shocked. <laughs> Um, so I didn't know if you all wanted to talk about that and what that was like in the film. I really, yeah. I So again, memory of the book, very fuzzy. I really disliked her so, so much in the movie. And I can't remember if she was more sympathetic in the books, but I did not find her at all sympathetic in the movie. And so I just thought, that was one thing. I thought Peter's inability to see what a horrible person she was was one of my frustrations through the movie because I just thought she was so ugly. And at one point he tells Laura Jean that he's so glad she doesn't let Jen walk over her. So he sees it, but somehow it doesn't make a difference to him. And so that was frustrating for me. I kept wanting him to just end it. And the fact that he kept letting her in to then do these really spiteful things to Laura Jean was so frustrating and that's really funny because so in the book i found i liked peter way more in the movie Mm -hmm. yeah than in the book and i liked him but he just i wanted to shake him well but the thing and i I mean i agree with you but in the movie i felt like he let it go on so long Uh i mean not in the book sorry in the book i felt like he let it go on so long and i almost blamed him more Mm -hmm. than jen like i felt like by the end of the trilogy jen was a more sympathetic character in books one and two when with peter i was like come on dude Mm -hmm. you know get with it yeah and he i mean because i just felt like he was trying to string both of them along that's how Uh, i felt in the book so i got really i don't remember that i that's interesting i did not love him in the books the other guy that she dated i can't remember his name at the moment but um john John, the guy from the un right i think john is his first name i i was like he's Clearly the better choice. Why are you doing this? Because he's just stringing you along. So I thought thought in the movie, I felt a lot John more... Ambrose McLaren. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ashley. But in the movie, I felt like Peter was a much more sympathetic character than he was for me in the book. I yeah. felt like... I didn't feel like he was stringing her along as much. And I felt like it got to the, conclu- the conclusion of his relationship with Jen way quick way more quickly in the movie than it did in the book. Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you said, Jen, that there were times where I just wanted to shake him because she mm-hmm. was so awful. And I do think, for me, she was more sympathetic in the book. Okay. She was a more complex character. Yeah, more complex. there's a situation happening, right, that yes. makes her, yes. yeah. Yeah, I'm a little fuzzy, but there was bad family stuff going right, on. Right, that's what I was That thinking. made her more sympathetic. And so I do remember, and made his, even though I agree with you, Sarah, that it drug on way too long. In the books. Mm-hmm. But I did feel like there was more of a reason that's why true. it was mm-hmm. getting, yeah, why that's true. it kept going. Whereas in the movie, none of that was made yeah. clear. 
And so that made it a lot harder to sympathize with him because she was That's totally true. unsympathetic. Yeah. She was just like a raging, yeah. not nice person. Well, like the scene where... <laughs> did you like that, Sarah? I did that for you. If you want to avoid spoilers, leave now. But in the scene where... So she releases this video of Laura Jean and Peter in the pool in the or in the hot tub at their ski retreat thing. And... Basically makes it look like they're having sex yes. on video. <laughs> and Laura Jean says to her in the bathroom, it's one thing if a guy does that, and that's awful too, but for another girl to release a, a video like that. And so, yeah, it was just yeah. this, Laura Jean is so, she's not perfect, but she tries to do the right thing. And so she is just not even able to understand what would cause Jen to do something so spiteful to another human being, especially yeah. another woman. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that, I love that scene. Mm -hmm. I love the way that, that Lana Condor as Laura mm -hmm. Jean plays that scene mm -hmm. because she never comes across as overly dramatic. It's just her absolute inability to understand total cruelness for cruelness's sake mm -hmm. that she cannot understand. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. And the whole thing with the scrunchie, you know, yes. when he, oh my I, goodness, that, I, that, that, was, that, I don't, that didn't happen in the book, did it? Uh, it's, I don't think it did. I don't uh, remember. I, don't, I didn't remember it. But I mean, but I, I thought that like, was great symbolically and it was yeah. a really good visual. For and the I mean, film. and that is another time when you're just like with Peter, Take what are back. you doing? Why are you yeah. How, how did you let her do that? Yeah. Especially since Laura Jean had just said, please don't lose it as my favorite yeah. scrunchie. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like I said, I and you're going to let Jen take it. It's a nice visual symbol. So I think it worked out really smoothly in that regard and gave her this power play move that so it served that purpose mm -hmm. but yeah i was like come on dude just take it back what's yeah. gonna happen here right right <laughs> just take it back but you know i did think it showed how powerful jen was mm -hmm. even though we didn't sympathize with her at all we could see her calculating nature and her ability to yeah. use that to her advantage and and just sit on that for all that right. time and wait for the right moment to use it and to tell a partial truth in order right. to manipulate Laura Jean. So I thought all of that was well played, even though it was really frustrating. And I think it's true for high school students. Yes. I mean, I, I, exactly I mean, not every thing. high school student, but I mean, I do think I do see like with Peter, they're, they're boys that are going to try to play both, you know, yeah. try to play both sides there. And I mean, like that well, point, well, like what Lucas says in that hotel room where he's like, you know, it's hard for boys to let go of yeah. their first love and the first person mm -hmm. that they've been with physically mm -hmm. and like those things I thought that like that was like, that spoke to I mean that is real life there yeah. is some element of that and I can and, also see him not having the foresight like okay yeah you shouldn't take this crunchy yeah. but but wh so what? what what's the worst that can happen yeah yeah he's just kind of not thinking as far ahead what's the saying he's playing checkers and jen is playing chess except i'm not even sure he's playing checkers he's yeah. just like oh it's a scrunchie like yeah okay she took a scrunchie and yeah. it's i mean and you have that added element that they're in this fake relationship right that that's true it, you know what i that's mean true. so like there's this element that at that point in the movie and book that or if, if i'm not sure that that happened in the book exactly mm -hmm. that way but that he is not as invested right. in the relationship because it's fake. I mean, that that's another added element to it. That's true. So what did y'all think about Peter with Josh? Like that, the mm -hmm. dynamics between them. Because to me, that was quite different than the book. And I didn't mm -hmm. remember if I just didn't... I didn't remember there being so much animosity. So I just wondered what y'all uh, thought about that. There's a no lot memory. of that in the, I, in the film. I thought that was effective in the film. And I, I felt bad for poor Josh. Because I, I feel like... So 
Laura Jean's older sister Margot breaks up with him right before she leaves. His previous best friend has been Laura Jean, so he loses his girlfriend and his best mm-hmm. friend at the same time, and this family who yeah. he's really close with. So even Kitty and their dad, he's just been a part of the family. So he loses all of that. He receives the love letter <laughs> from Laura Jean. He sees her kissing people. I mean, it's just like that poor guy's world yes. has just crumbled. Yeah, right. And so I could totally understand why he would have a lot of animosity toward Peter, who is kind of goofy, yeah. like kind of a doofus, and is not treating Laura Jean the best. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I I thought it made sense. I have, again, I don't know what happened in the book. So I don't know if it was there or not. I thought Peter's for Josh... I guess that was just supposed to be... It wasn't as bad, first of all. And I think that was just supposed to be a sign that he was starting to care for Laura Jean. Yeah. It was like yeah. preemptive jealousy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think the animosity was ramped up for sake of the dramatic flair mm-hmm. in the movie. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. I'm getting yelled at. I'm not I'm not up on my mic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're in a new space. Uh, so I do feel like... I feel like it was ramped up a little bit. I don't remember the animosity in the book as much. And I don't remember Josh being in the book as much yeah. as, mm-hmm. like, in relative terms to how he was in the movie. Yes. Like, I didn't remember feeling bad for him in the way I felt bad mm-hmm. for him in the film. And I think that, I think that's because, for one thing, it wasn't, she, they, their relationship did go on in some ways. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I felt like she, Laura Jean and Josh were not quite so coldly, Sarah's making the, I don't think that's true face, No, she I, has the best memory, so, but anyway, the point is that I think that I felt like, I mean, as is often true in books versus films, all of the layers were more complex. Mm-hmm. There was more depth there, but I didn't think it didn't seem like he his whole world had come to quite the right. crashing halt that it really felt that it had in the film. But I think you're right, Jen. In the film, I was like, man, this dude's the one who's and really. He just looks so sad all the time. Yeah. Like his it's little terrible. face. But I loved in in both the film and the books, I loved the relationship between the sisters. Mm-hmm. And I thought all of that was really tender. But I will say I was really surprised about Kitty. That was a big change from yeah. the book. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't remember what went down that caused her to send those letters. Yeah. I just she remember that it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and she, that she was really mad and yeah. she did it out of spite. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big change, I thought. And I, I didn't know. What did y'all think about that? Pro change, con change, you didn't care? I think because the movie doesn't have as much space to develop their relationship, it almost had to be that she was doing it to be kind. Because they sort of had already... Like, she's a pretty frank talker to Laura Jean. And so I think in order to have her to continue to be sympathetic, Mm -hmm. it almost had to be done out of that sort of matter of fact, well, I had to do something because your life is sad. Um, Sorry. (laughs) According to her. Yeah, according to her. Right. Of what what a Saturday night should look like. Right. (laughs) When she she says, well, I'm 11 and I had to cancel plans and you're 16. So, (laughs) but yeah, like, I think it would have been tough to get her back from that point in the movie because it's not a terribly long movie it's an hour 40 minutes and i think that's a perfect length Mm -hmm. so to make it longer just for that i don't know but i don't have strong feelings either way yeah i don't i don't think i i think that what i my impression of kitty the thing that i think about kitty in the movie is i thought she was delightful Mm -hmm. i thought she was a really um it was really surprising to me because I did not, she did not stand out to me Uh like that in the book. And so 
I, I do think that that the cha- to me the change in that choice with the letters didn't make a huge impression on me, but Kitty did make a huge mm-hmm. impression mm-hmm. on me. I just thought I thought she was great. Mm-hmm. I thought the little actress yeah, who, really who portrayed her did a really good job, and I love this part. Yes, and I love the the sarc- sarcasm mm-hmm. she brought the to bike the role. helmet every yes. time Laura's gonna really drive cute. she wears a bike helmet in the car. Yes. <laughs> so I really did like that. But. Yeah. I I have to say one of my favorite parts, I love John Corbett as their dad. I forget his first name. He's just Dr. Covey it says on IMDb. I thought he was great at portraying he's so caring He's really trying to fulfill the role of this mother who they all miss so much. Kitty was very small when their mother died, but he's trying to fulfill the role of both parents. And I think when Laura Jean talks about losing her mom, I thought those scenes were really strong. I thought uh, Condor did just a great job. It's somewhat distant, and yet this was a life-altering event for her and affected, in some ways, the risks she's willing to take in love. And I thought all of that made so much sense. Mm -hmm. And to see Mm -hmm. that Margot really had to be an adult for her younger sisters. And so when she goes to Scotland, it changes the family dynamics entirely. You can also see why she would want to maybe get away from that. Not Mm -hmm. that she wants to abandon her sisters, but... Mm -hmm. That's a lot of pressure for mm-hmm. a, a girl. So I just thought all of that was really well developed. Yeah. yeah. I liked that with Peter. Also, mm-hmm. I felt like yeah. that really in the film strengthened our belief as the audience in how their relationship could go mm-hmm. from being this fake relationship into something real mm-hmm. and meaningful. And I felt like the tenderness between his dad who had walked out versus her mom. I thought all that was really Mm -hmm. believable. I did think it was different Mm -hmm. than what I like part. I've talked about this on the podcast before that part of what I loved about that series is that the girls of course miss their mom, but they are very strong Mm -hmm. and it is quite different than a lot of other young adult books with a parent who has died because they're so the whole book is not centered on the loss of the parent and that is what i love about the stories and Mm -hmm. i felt like it was more centered on that in the film Mm -hmm. the loss of her mom than it was than than the way i felt Mm -hmm. in the series but i also thought that that added to the richness of their relationship and helped us in a short time period of the film be able to believe that they would both feel so deeply Mm -hmm. toward each other and i thought that both condor and Noah Centineo Centineo mm-hmm. that he I thought that those those relationships between the two actors those scenes were really great yeah. and and rich in building that relationship mm-hmm. I think that that's what for me what the movie did very well is mm-hmm. I bought all the relationships yeah I thought that the families I bought the relationships between the sisters I thought uh, John Corbett did mm-hmm. a great job I thought that he was this awkward dad trying to navigate parent of uh, being a single parent and to these three so girls good things. yes and i love like when when he go when she goes on the trip and he throws like a whole folder of condoms to her <laughs> and she's like dad you know and i mean i just think that they played all of those little moments really well so i've really bought yeah. and i bought like like ashley was saying i bought that relationship between Peter and Laura Jean mm-hmm. I'm hook line and sinker and mm-hmm. I have to say that if I were a teenage girl at <laughs> at the during this time he would be He's a poster adorable. on my yes. wall because he just is very dreamy I thought mm-hmm. he was a yes. perfect casting 
I like I said, I liked. I don't know if it's because he's such a dreamy person on the the film, but I just liked him a lot better on the in the film than I did in the book. Yeah, I agree about yes. the relationships. Even Lara Jean's friendship with Christine, with Chris, which is yeah. not mm-hmm. a huge part of it, but it was so perfect because you can see how, even though they are very different, mm-hmm. they would be friends and they stick up for yeah. each other. It reminded me of my so-called life. Like I had my so-called yeah. life <laughs> vibes between Angela and what was her, um, what was her friend's name? Anyway, it reminded me of that, that they are quite different uh-huh. and yet you can so see what has drawn them together. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, very smart casting, very smart writing. I can't wait for the sequels. Me either. Yeah, and I, I agree with what you said, Sarah. You were talking about John in the beginning. And, like, in the books, even though, of course, in the end, you want them to be happy, and so you're rooting for Lara Jean and Peter. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But then John is a very convincing character, yeah. so I'll be very interested to yeah. see what comes with that because I agree that I did like Peter a lot more in the film. Even though, like you said, Jen, about wanting to shake him at yeah. times – he overall, I mean, he was just so caring and so oh, tender. Yeah. And I think that came about more quickly. Whereas in the books where Jenny Han has more time to develop the whole setup, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but consequently there's a lot of parts where he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. And so it makes it a lot harder to, to empathize. And I don't know if it's because of the actor, the way he portrayed mm-hmm. Peter is he just seemed more like a clueless dude, kind of yeah. doofy, like yeah. not in touch with what was going on. Whether rather it's in the book, I thought it seemed a little calculating, mm. like the his the choices that he made. So mm. I don't know. I don't know if that's just I don't know, but that yeah. that could be for me mm-hmm. why I liked him better mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah, and that's coming out. The sequel's coming out in twenty twenty. It's it has two and three slated for twenty twenty on IMDb. So I don't know if that's right or not. I'm but. sure because it was such a big hit. Netflix is all about having yeah. as many sequels as they can, <laughs> which is great. I know. Yeah. I love that that it that it um, was so popular. Yeah. That's my cue, folks. Um, Thank you all so much for joining us today. Let us know what you thought. Have you watched To All the Boys I Loved Before? If you check that out on Netflix or if you watch it after this, let us know what you think. And we would be interested to hear what other adaptations you're looking forward to having come out. So just a reminder to please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And thanks for listening. Do you have comments or opinions about what you heard today? We'd love to hear them. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at UnabridgedPod or on the web at UnabridgedPod.com for a list of ways to support us. We'd like to thank Jared Featherstone, who composed our theme music, Strings of Light, and Katie Amy of Amy Photography, our podcast photographer. Thanks for listening to Unabridged. Unabridged.